What's good everybody, this is Silas from SilasBeats.info here with another episode of the Leverage Podcast, the podcast that helps you get ahead. This is season two, episode episode two, um, and in it I want to talk about multiple streams, multiple streams of income. Um, I, I've been working on trying to get that going. Um, it's been a bit of a hassle, a bit of a hustle. Uh, the issue is when you're doing something full-time, like when you don't have a... Um, a salary or you don't have like set income coming through you need to make sure that you're that you're getting money from all sides people always say yeah i need to make sure i'm getting money from always i understand what that means i understand that that means that um sometimes you might not necessarily like if i look at my streams of income at the moment i've got quite a few going and i've had i had like i have to have it because sometimes one of them dries up um, there was a period when I wasn't able to record, so I knew that I was getting very little money from recording. Lucky for me, I made a couple of beat sales. Um, sometimes I'll get two or three jobs uh, to mix and master a track, and that'll be good because that'll tie me over until the end of the month while I uh, come up with more beats, or I, you know, I fix my catalog, or I sort out my studio space. See, so. Um, I have those streams of income and I'm going to go into a couple more just now, but uh, it's important that you have those running because <clears throat> also because of the, 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 um, the different times of the month. Now, the reason why this is important is um, you'll find that like towards the times when people get paid, like the 25th, the 30th, the 1st, towards that period you'll tend to get a lot more movement and a lot more paying happening, right? People, like that's, the, that's when majority of your money and your deposits should happen. But for you to have a decent month um, with regards to income, um, if you're getting income from multiple places, you need to be getting money throughout the month. So you need to be making your little sales here and there and doing a whole lot of other things here and there. Um, that's gonna, those are gonna be your small, your small purchases. Like I have a book that I sell um, I've also got um, smaller services. Um, people might ask me for an hour of my time, um, and I'll say, "Okay, cool. We're gonna talk." And they they'll say to me, "Dude, I need you to book out one and a half hours. We need to talk. I need to discuss a couple of things with you." Um, and by all means, we'll um, we'll go through stuff for an, uh, for that period of time, and that's my time, and it's been paid for. So, um, yeah. That's that's another thing. That's another um, another avenue that I that I utilize that I use um, to get you know to get some income going. So um, as as a musician or as a music producer, there's certain ways that you can make your cash. So it's either through uh, running recording sessions, um, mixing, mastering, being um, being what you call this? Being the person to compose, you know, make the beats. Um, that'll that'll yeah, that'll bring through a, a bit of cash if you've got a bit of a catalog going on. Then another like something interesting that we were talking about with um, an, an artist that I work with uh, frequently was why the and I'm gonna make us uh, an example of uh, the English Premier League um, and compare it to the PSL the the premier soccer league in south africa right so we've got two soccer leagues right and people will say oh man you know 
we've all been brainwashed to believe that that thing is better. Uh, they've got so much more money and we keep buying shirts and doing all of these things for the Premier League, but we can't even support our own league. And I, I beg to differ. Like, I, okay, I, I agree on the fact that we spend a lot more time. Like, I, I, don't, I don't watch the PSL. It's my preference. I don't enjoy it. It doesn't appeal to me. But I understand why the English Premier League appeals to so many people. It's because there's so many facets to it. There's the investment facet. You can talk about money in the, in the Premier League for a long time. You can talk about who's getting paid what, what's going on where, where the money is coming from. Then you've got the whole transfer, transfer rumors talk. That's forever going on. Um, they, put a, they, 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 they build stories around everything. You know, there's, um, there's shows that are dedicated to people doing uh, just, you know, what do you call this? Uh, keepy uppy. You know, when you, you're tapping the ball up like that. They, there's a whole show dedicated to just that. Uh, they bring people in who are well-known um, stars from back in the day and they're there to do those things and then at the same time they bring in um, uh, people who aren't famous and they ask them to do it and they just basically create a log right of that you've got fantasy premier league you've got um, uh, uh, what you call this um, premier league manager games on your mobile even um, you've got all these betting things and they all exist in the premier soccer league but there's so much more developed right the reason why i make this example is because if you look at the music industry Understand that the music industry is it's a little bit more developed than people might think. You don't have to be an artist. You don't have to be a music producer. There's so many other ways that you can make money as um, in the music industry. You can be a promoter. And I know these are all, people see these as facilitatory or as side hustles or as side jobs. You know, you're not a main star if you're not a Cristiano Ronaldo. You must be a soccer player on the field for you to be a star. But you can be an expert artist manager get three artists get two of them to blow up one of them to become extremely successful and then you're going to get a whole lot more business and you'll be the best artist manager in your city as opposed to trying to be an artist and you're going to be artist number 145 and when you work really really hard to better your craft you move from 145 to 135 great you've gone up 10 places but you're still at 135 whereas if you were an artist manager and you knew you were good at it, you could be number 10 in the country. Work super hard and move up to number three, right? You've moved up less places than had you been 145 and moved up to 135, but you're moving closer to number one. You know what I mean? You know, you, you, it's a whole lot more. It means more. So, like, you know, un- understand that, you know, um, you don't necessarily have to be an artist or a composer, right? So now, Going back to multiple streams of income, you could choose to be um, uh, an artist's, artist psychologist. I don't know, you could be, not, maybe not an artist psychologist, you could be that person that literally sits down with an artist and you plan. You could be the artist, um, artist trajectory planner. That could be your job. And what you literally do is you consult. You tell people, I charge um, 800 rand a consultation. You start off at 800 bucks. And you bring people in and you tell them you're going to help them with a trajectory to say, this is the normal trajectory I have looked at. One, two, three artists that, um, that seem to be the same as you. I'll take Casper, Cuesta, and AKA. These are their trajectories. And you have these charts all plotted out of how they moved from being, um, and this is actually an, an idea I might actually uh, adopt. 
you because a lot of people follow the music industry so why not use that knowledge that you when you sit on wikipedia reading up about cresta and aka why not use that like if you i know people that know their story really well why not be that person that consults and says this is one person's story this is another person's story this is another person's story your story needs to be not similar but let's try model a story for you out of these stories look at what they did take commonalities out of all of what they've done and then advertise that as a service you've gotten you've got some sort of knowledge in that area why not jump in and say cool this is going to be what i'm going to um um this is what i'm going to specialize in from there you find two or three or four or five people um and you see that their trajectory by some by some grace um you see that they become famous then you are, um, you know, you're affiliated to them. You can say, these are the people that I've worked with. And there you go. You've got, um, you've got some sort of a track record and you just build off that. That can turn into management. That can, that can be its own income stream, right? Um, coaching. You can become a vocal coach. You can become a vocal. You can even, you can even change it up and say, you're not going to sit there and do lessons where you sit with a person and you're like, these are your vocal practice lessons. Go and sing these things. Um, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to come with you to studio. And you, you tell them you're booking out my time. So over and above their studio fee, they'll have you in studio. And you become almost like a... Um, you can even change the name from vocal coach to like a vocal guide or a vocal, um, a vocal manager. You can even call a vocal coach if you want to. And you sit there with them during the session and try and get the best out of them. Because... That's something that doesn't happen often. People sometimes, sometimes I sit there and I have to function as the music producer or the sound engineer. I have to function as that thing. Why not be, why not become the expert in that thing? You know what I mean? And that can be your income stream. Um, session musicians, those people earn cash. You sit there and you, you basically play whatever they've asked you to play. And that's you. You become uh, a session musician. Yeah, so... There's all of those things. And now when you look at um, the, way the, the, the way soccer goes, right? There's, there's, all the, there's all the people related to the game from the players right to the ground staff to the coaches to, yeah, literally the people who are the gardeners. They're all involved, not directly or semi-directly, but then you've got people who are indirectly involved. So you've got investors, people who are literally there to give money and watch their investments grow. And you've got um, like you've got boards and you've got all kinds of people who aren't necessarily involved with the playing, but their influence um, impacts on you know on what's going to happen. So if you're part of that, you could find that you are you know you 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 find a niche for yourself. You invest a little bit of cash or you know something like that, and you, there you go. You, that becomes your. Your return on your return on investment ends up being either um, seeing this artist develop if that's if you care about the art of it or if it's money that you want you might find that this artist um, explodes and becomes the next big thing there's your money paid right back to you so having all these different streams of income will ensure that you don't you know you don't you don't fall off to the wayside um, if everything I've said like doesn't really make sense to you and you feel like, hey, I don't even have one um, stream of income, but I really don't like my job. I think there you need to have the self-awareness to say, cool, I might not enjoy my job, 
and I've had the, I've had to have this conversation with a lot of people. They're like, "Hey, dude, you know, uh, it's so it's so great that you that you don't have to wake up and go to work." I'm like, "Yo, okay, I suppose when you look at it like that." But that's it at face value because the next sentence is usually, "I hate my job. I don't like going to that place." But what people don't understand, and this is something I've had to come to realize for myself and as well as for other people, is that although you might not like your job. Um, we've met at a McDonald's and you're eating McDonald's right now telling me I hate my job I want to quit and be but you're eating McDonald's you know, you know what I mean and I'm not saying don't eat McDonald's I'm saying you're able to afford to eat McDonald's there's certain periods where these uh, these entrepreneurs and these um, artists that you see on TV can't go to McDonald's because they don't have that, that steady income They've made, they've made 50k this month, but they're not going to, if they're smart, they don't blow it because they know that they might not get a cent next month. That's just the, that's the reality of it. They might get 150 the next month, but they might not get any for the next two months. And you're stuck. They're stuck. They're chilling. Um, so, yeah, they don't want to be, like, you don't want to be in a situation where you're, where you're stuck. So, if you don't have at least two forms of income, two two different places where you're getting money from respect your situation respect that you you are you might not be happy but you are you're not you're not making desperate decisions and this is something that I've also had to have seen i see people making very desperate choices when they're placed in certain positions you are um, look at it like this in month one, you're like, guys, 50K for a show. Let's just say you're charging 50,000 Rand for a show. You charge 50,000 Rand by some, by some um, uh, situation, you get a, a show, you get your 50K. You continue to, you know what? I got one show for 50K. I'm going to carry on charging 50K. I'm going to raise it to 60K. You don't get a job for the next three months, right? Now, the issue is that because you figured someone paid you 50k for one show, you figured it was going to happen again quite soon, but it doesn't happen, right? Now, in month three, you're thinking, shit, I don't have any shows, I'm screwed, what do I do? Someone comes through and they're like, hey, dude, I can't pay you 50k, but I can pay you, I can pay you 3k, I can pay you 5k, and you're thinking to yourself, yo, I can't do this, I can't pay, I'm, I got paid 50k, you know, why am I getting paid 5k? Had you been getting a 50k, 50k, 50k each month, you would have thought, uh-uh, you know what, I'm better than that. I'm, I'm beyond this point. I don't need this gig, right? But if you haven't been getting any cash and you're sitting in a position where you're a little bit desperate and that 5k would help, you car, your car broke down and you need a new tire, that, that 5k will, will really, really, really come in handy. So you end up getting into a desperate situation where you're like, hey, I, am, I think I'm going to... I think I want to take that gig. You know, you know what I mean? So you also don't want to be in a desperate situation. And this is what I see from a lot of artists. There's certain artists I see who are full-time artists, but they struggle with certain things. They'll struggle to come through and full-on pay for a music session because they, um, they, they just can't afford it. It's, it's rough. They just can't afford the session. But you'll find that someone who happens to be an accountant, what will happen is at the end of the month, you know they know and you know that they're getting paid and they end up being a little bit more consistent this is obviously if they have material to record and they understand the trajectory of their career right 
So you want to be in a position where you are able to make decisions with a clear chain of thought. And that's something that I've had to deal with, the psychology of having to put my foot down and say, dude, my beat is X amount. I don't want you giving me Y amount or X minus 100 or X minus 500. That's not what, what I'm here for. If you cannot afford X, don't devalue me or my product or anything like that. And I'm, I'm actually not even going to waste my time trying to convince you why I should pay, why you should be paying X and not X minus 500, all right? But when things are looking rough and I'm not getting, I'm not getting things, I'm not getting cash, I'm going to look at X minus 500 and think, hey, at least it's X minus 500 and not zero. You know what I mean? So get yourself in the right mind to say, I don't enjoy my job, but I'm going to use that as, um, as encouragement to push beyond, uh, push beyond what I'm doing, work extra hard so that after I'm doing my job, uh, my nine to five, I spend an equally proportionate time on my, 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 uh, my side hustle. So this means using your commute um, to read articles or to listen to podcasts about how you can develop yourself, um, having those conversations with people to develop your craft. Don't ever put down a conversation to say, hey, you know what, me speaking to this guy is a waste because you will learn things from people, right? Um, just developing yourself, developing your craft, learning new ways of doing things, um, sitting in sessions, developing relationships with people, and then leveraging those relationships. And when I say leverage, I don't mean saying, ah, I spoke to so-and-so and this is what they said, or um, I speak to so-and-so on, uh, on, a, on a daily basis and this is why I feel I'm better, but leveraging the information that you get from that session to be able to say, hey, you know what, this is how the situation went and therefore, you know, you use your information where it's not a case of, like, on, I don't phone, I don't, when people speak to me, I don't say, uh, oh, but P.O. said that this is how a session needs to be or this is how a rapper needs to rap. I, I'll never say that. I'll say, in certain situations, this is what I found. And if people know my track record, they'll say, okay, snap, this person understands what they're talking about because they've been in that situation. So just leverage your situation, but don't, don't feel like you have to almost uh, leech off of someone else's situation, right? Um, just quickly before I end off, my, my current streams of income, if I just had to mention a couple of them. So it's the recording, mixing, mastering, beat making, great. Um, uh, let's talk uh, tutoring sessions. Um, I tutor from, from time to time, uh, beat making. There's royalties, there's a whole royalty situation, whether it's from TV plays or from song plays on radio. Um, we've also got, what else? I've got influencer marketing jobs that I get involved in. Those are pretty nice. Those come uh, few and far between, but when they come through, they pay quite decently. Um, let's see how else. Well, I, when people pay for consultation, there's certain consultations where I'm like, hey, you know what? I can't sit with you and go through your contract for two hours just for free. I can't do that. It's impossible. And what's happening now is people, like, it, it's, it's being forced upon me. People are, like, phoning me, and then all of a sudden it becomes, hey, man, I've just called you up. I need you to help me with filling out my forms. And I'm like, why the hell am I sitting with you? Before it was okay because I was able to. I had time. But now it's one of those situations I cannot sit with you for two hours. We can't, I can't sit here doing these things. Or I need you to judge my song. And I get that seven times, seven, eight, nine, fifteen, sometimes thirty times in a day. It's ridiculous sometimes. People will be like, dude, please listen through my EP. 
um, I just need I'm about to send it through for, for mastering I need you to hear it and give any of your last opinions I'm like no because at the end of the day I'm doing a service for you for free one and I don't care whether you credit me and you do all these things it doesn't matter I'm doing a, a full on service I'm literally part of the engineering team you pay me zero cents and chances are I'm not gonna I won't find a cent of royalties that's usually what the case is gonna be so now I'd rather take my cash up front than to have to sit and go through contracts and say I'm taking this percentage you're taking that percentage there's signing of things that needs to happen people end up not doing things it's not it doesn't um, it hasn't equated to anything and therefore I've realized that let me rather not do it cool so time is another thing uh, so it's consultations um, yeah, that's the majority of... I'm just thinking where else cash comes from. That's basically it. I wish there were more ways. Uh, there are certain things here and there that I do, um, like on the side, over and above that, just to bring a little bit of extra cash in. And that also comes through. And you can also, also call that um, additional income. You'd rather have uh, like maybe a, a part-time hustle. Maybe I've got a radio show and I get paid a little bit of money once a week for that. Um, remember I'm still I'm a physiotherapist I'm still a practicing physiotherapist um, and I'm still you know trying to keep up my skills and do all of those great things so in that situation I um, <clears throat> I do a bit of work there and I find that I get some cash out of that which is great um, yeah so just building on what you have basically basically um, if you want to send me an email, you can. Send one through to business at silasbeats.info. You can chat. You can hit me up. Um, hit me up on my website. It's www.silasbeats.info. I actually need to jump on there and do a little bit of updating. But yeah, you can hit me up there. And yeah, let's keep the conversation going. Peace.